And what's up, everybody? Uh, this is Michael. And I want to say you're listening to Drive Time Chat. I haven't decided yet. Clearly, you're going to know what this is called if you're listening to this. But it's kind of the name I'm thinking of. We'll see if I pull the trigger. Who knows? Um, so anyway, to catch everybody up, this I guess this will be the second episode. Um, basically, this podcast is <clears throat> something for me. Um, it's not going to be heavily produced. As in, it's not going to be produced. Uh, At least right now, I'm not worried about a theme or, you know, a song or any of that stuff. It's basically, this is me talking out to the ether as I drive. Um, I do a lot of driving for my job. Uh, Yesterday, as an example, I was on the road nearly six hours. A little bit over three and a half hours one way, you know, back and forth. Uh, today, another day I'm on the road, <clears throat> three, four hours. And I don't know, it, this is just one of those things where I am using it as an outlet, we'll say. Um, there'll be times where I want to talk about other things probably talk about things I'm watching, movies, you know, news of the day, whatever's going on, once I I get going on this and how I want it to be. But for a lot of this, it's going to be basically, I'm just, I'm talking, I'm getting things off my chest, this is, driving is one of my times where I can basically clear my head. So, a little bit more backstory. I'm in my 40s. I'll turn 41 at the end of the year. I have three children, uh, two of them, 12 and 15, and then I have a newborn, less than a year old, who has a couple of things going on. The, the main ones are currently, um, he has arthrogryposis, and he's affected in his, all, both legs, feet, hands, legs, I mean, everywhere. Uh, he's got a little bit of torticollis in his neck, so his head kind of leans a little bit. A little bit of scoliosis. Uh, he had a club foot. It, it's been all, it, yeah, we didn't know. So, um, my wife is now a stay-at-home mom, and that's not even the correct title. Our son, throughout the day, not throughout the day, but throughout the week, he has multiple therapies um, that she takes him to, and it's, she's busy. Uh, I get home, baby boy's happy to see me, I try to help some, but 
it is what it is and this like I said driving is my time to clear my head my outlet and that's one of the reasons I thought about doing this um, because some days some things weigh heavier on me than others the last few days um, his hands have been weighing on me a little bit um, I have a couple of Instagram accounts and, and I mostly keep some things separated I've got my personal account and then I've got one for uh, hell I've got three or four to be honest but anyway the two main ones are my personal one and then um, one for my uh, website I'm almost tempted to start calling it an online magazine at the rate it's going but uh, it's called Fatherhood Reloaded that I've, I've turned fatherhood more into I wanted it to be a lot of things when I first started I started it before our son was born and once he was born and we realized everything we were facing uh, my shift I shifted a little bit and I followed a lot of AMC which is Arthur Graposis that I'm not even going to try to say the whole thing um, without it being in front of me <laughs> um Started following a lot of accounts, a lot of a lot of parental accounts, uh, adult accounts, and an account the other day started following me, and of course I go look and, and I'll check things out first off, see why they're following me, and because uh, there's more spam accounts than not anymore. But if it's if it's a general parent, if it's a dad, if it's uh, AMC parent, I I follow back. It's, follow for a follow and this account that followed me the other day you know the bio is like son has arthrogryposis affected in all four limbs all this other stuff they've posted a few videos that I check out and the first thing that I notice is while this little boy cannot bend his he only has I think 90 degrees bend in his elbows right now uh, so his arms are rather stiff um, but he has it looked like he had full full grip full use of his hands and I don't know that that got me a little bit um, because my son does not for the last few months, we've we've held tightly onto little twitches in his pinky, uh, little movements here and there. But to be honest, it's the movements that he's showing are pretty much the same as they were a few months ago. Where he ends up in terms of function in his hands, I don't know. Um, I try to be... During all this, I've tried my best to be a realistic optimist. In that I'm optimistic, but I try to base my optimism in 
reality in, in what I'm seeing. It's not one of those things where it's like, you know, oh, we're going to do all these therapies, and we're going to do all this, and we're not going to, and we're going to fight, and in three years he's going to be, he'll have use of everything. Um, which people have told us that when he was first born. Um, anyway. So, not a lot of movement. We're getting more movement in the arms, shoulders, and everything else, but I don't, I'm not holding out hope that he is going to have a lot of grip. So, yeah. That, that sucks. sucks for him. I mean, of course, he doesn't know any different. You know, right now. He's a baby. Um, now he has younger cousins, and he pays attention to them. And I've watched him watch their hands and, and whatnot. So, I don't know how unaware that even at a seven-month-old, <laughs> even at seven months old, I'm not, I'm not totally convinced he's not completely unaware that uh, things are a little different with him, for him. But, uh, you know, he does, it's not like he had use of his hands and he's lost them. It's, he's learning as he goes. But, you know, I was hopeful. And I still am, but definitely tapered down some because there's not really been a lot of forward progress in terms of his hands. And, I mean, hand usage really, uh, the amount of independence he could or could not have really hinges on that. And, I don't know. Which really sucks. It really sucks because... We have worked so hard to get him stretched out and to work with his joints that he has really good range of motion in his shoulders, in his elbows, even in his wrists, uh, even in his fingers and his thumb. They could be better, but he has range of motion in a ridiculous amount compared to where we started. Um, his legs, I wouldn't, or not his legs, his arms, I would not consider, I would not label his arms stiff at all. They're, they're limp. <laughs> they're loose and they're limp and they're dead weight. Which is really hindering him from rolling over. Uh, poor baby boy wants to so bad and he rocks back and forth, but he can't bring the weight over. It's a cross between the, the limp arm in the upper shoulder that when he's rolling and then the one that he the arm he's rolling onto that arm kind of is just in the way it's it, but he's trying so hard so we've worked to do all this to give him all this range of motion and everything else and and it's you know it's slowly starting to look like it might be all for naught so uh yeah there's a lot of things like that that suck 
but nothing you can do. I, am I disappointed? Will I be disappointed? Yeah. Yeah. For him. For him. It it I openly admit when he was first when he was first born and we were learning and, and realized everything and I was <clears throat> selfish in ways in my reaction because it was a shell shock and we weren't expecting it so I, I had moments of jealousy or not jealousy but uh, selfishness uh, selfishness and just mourning the the baby the, the son that I thought I had or was going to have so yeah, and if you get online and look, you know, people that have unexpected special needs, or even, you know, if they find out ahead of time, you, there's still a mourning period because you're mourning the thoughts you had already established in your head. Like it or not, we all do it. Anticipating, thinking of things ahead of time. Oh, you know, I'll be able to do this in a few years, or I'll be doing that in a few years, and so that was a whole process. Um, and while, yes, his, things weigh heavy on me. Sometimes, some days, it weighs heavy on me. Um, it, it's all shifting to... In terms of him, it's not... It's not selfish on my part, like, oh, uh, I'm not going to be able to play ball, or pass ball, or, oh, you know, without independence, he'll be relying on us until until we're unable to take care of him. Um, we'll always have him at the house. You know, he'll always be living with us, more than likely. And it's none of that, actually. None of that. It's not that. It's all about me as his father wanting everything, wanting him to have everything that he could want. Having a, a, a happy, productive life and, and all this stuff. And, you know, if his independence is limited, and while he's not going to know any different, you know he's going to be frustrated. You know there's going to be frustrations. So I just, I, I hate it for him. But then you turn around and you get reminded that, oh, he's here. Um, you know, we definitely don't have it as bad as other people. It, it's, it's a hard give and take, really, because even doing this, at, you know, I, I know I have intentions of posting this online. This is I, I'm intentionally talking into a microphone with the intentions of it being a podcast, which means that it's going to be listened to people by people. Um, and there might be somebody that has listened to me say all this stuff, and they might be mourning the loss of a child. Period. And be jealous of the fact that, you know, we have the hurdles that we have. That, 
that never escapes the back of my head, so it's always hard to know. It's fair to say I probably overthink things. But at the same time, it's, it's I want to be conscious and aware of, of, of both ends of the spectrum. And it's, it's not easy. It's not easy. And anyway, I say all that and say that things weigh heavy on me and that I, that I have to that I look for ways to vent and everything else because my wife carries the load all day. I try my absolute best to not come home from a bad day or come home having a bad day and bring that in because she's carrying enough. She fusses at me sometimes, being like, well, you know, it'd be nice to know if you were struggling or or if it was bothering you or something and I don't feel alone. And, you know, I tell her, it's like, you're not alone in anything you're feeling or thinking or anything else. I am too, and probably worse in some cases. The difference is, is that I'm here. I, my purpose is to be here for you because you're doing all this during the day. You're carrying the weight of all this during the day. So I need to be here to help shoulder that weight for you when I'm home. I don't need to add to it. And if she ever listens to this, she'll probably be mad that I said that. So, but meh, it's the truth. She'll probably be mad that I'm recording a podcast and speaking everything out versus talking to her. Some of you all might think she's right and that I'm wrong, but it's how I sleep at night because if I let myself, if I didn't keep myself in some relative form of control, I'd come out on the other end feeling guilty, which would be a whole cycle in itself. So, also, I have gotten rid... So, okay, you're going to deal with this when I'm driving and and on a completely different subject. I've had a bug. Stink bug. I've had this stupid bug in my car the last three days. I have kicked this bug out of my car, out the window as I've been driving, three straight days. And this bastard just came flying across my face. And is now on the window next to me. Do I know it's the same one? No, I don't. But, I mean, what's the... Why would I randomly have one stink bug that shows up in the car at any given time? Where I'm not having multiple. It's just one. It's just it's just one little bastard. And he's just... You know, anyway. So, yeah. I guess so. This is not professional podcasting. This is not polished. You're going to hear noises uh, rattling. And if the car passes me, you might hear that. It's This is me literally recording and talking to you as I'm driving. Um, that's it. And... So, this, I don't know. It's 
It's been a long day. <laughs> it's been a long, frustrating day. And I got on here and thought, hey, I'll record and talk about my day for a minute. And then I start talking about my son's hands, and we go down the arthrogryposis hole for a minute, and poor pitiful dad, and that was not my intentions for this, but here we are. Um, also, I'm going to try to keep these, you know, right now the recorder says 20 minutes, so. Uh, might go another 10, we'll see. Still still filling this out. Um, so if anybody's listening, I, I, any feedback, I'd appreciate it. I'm, I'm all game for feedback, positive or negative. So... I don't know, I'm trying to think of questions that people might have wondering. I don't know a release schedule. Uh, definitely will do this at least once a week. There might be times where I do it twice a week. Uh, I don't see it, I don't see myself doing it more than twice a week just because there'd be a lot of talking and, and, and over-saturate a feed that there might be a week where I don't talk at all, you know? So, uh, at least once a week, 20, 30, 40 minutes. Maybe twice a week, sometimes, if there's a lot going on. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, what else could I talk about at the moment? I don't really got nothing. You know, I got got the whole hands thing off my shoulder. Um, talked about him rolling over, uh, which is it's an it's such an uplifting and heartbreaking thing at the same time to watch my son who is in AFOs, which are ankle, foot ortho, it's basically just a boot, uh, on both feet, so he's clacking on the floor, we got hardwood floor, so if he's laying even on a blanket, he manages to get him, squirm himself off a blanket, he just, he hits his heels on the floor to make noise, so, little boy, on the floor, on a blanket, arms, he has no use, so they're pretty much limp, uh, little AFO boots on his feet and oh also right hip is dislocated we've got surgery on that in a few weeks um, so most of his activity and movement is his left leg um, I mean if nothing else he could be a kicker with as much strength as he has in this left leg Sometimes the right leg, he, he can raise it and use it and bend it and everything else, but I get probably because of where the position is, it doesn't feel right, and he, he doesn't do a lot. So, baby boy, he's on his back, and he's got his left leg bent, and he's pushing with his foot, and he's rocking back and forth, and he has gotten so close. We're talking, he's gotten on his side and basically held the position for a minute, and you're like, oh, oh, he's going to roll, and then he slowly rolls back on his back. Part of it is he's balancing. He gets himself up on that bottom arm, you know, the arm between the floor and him. And he, he I don't think he can, he's not figured out how to pivot to where he can get all the way over. 
but he rocks himself so forcefully. Goes back and forth and rocks himself so forcefully. One, his arms basically, he's slinging his arms because they are just, again, they're limp. Uh, He's slinging his arms, but he's getting his, he's getting himself so much momentum. He has gotten on his, he's got himself rocked onto his, both his left and his right sides uh, just from rocking. And that's how hard he's rocking himself back and forth. He's rocking himself back and forth so bad that what little hair he's got on the sides of the back of his head, he's rubbed a bald spot because he's hitting that same spot. Uh, again, it's like the cutest thing. It's like encouraging because like, look how hard he's trying. And then it's heartbreaking. It's like if if he didn't have the the hurdles he has that he has to get over, he he'd already be on his he'd already be rolling over and probably crawling. Easy. So it's a lot of things are double edged sword. Enough rambling. I realize they're rambling. Um, I promise the next episode will be more uplifting, a little bit more energized, probably. It's just. I don't know. It's just one of those days. So, I mentioned Fatherhood Reloaded. Uh, feel free to check the website out. Um, there's links to Instagram, Twitter. All those good things there. You can find it on Facebook too. Um, uh, yeah, that's that's the main thing. Um, I mentioned the last episode, I believe the the blog where I simply write and talk about uh, our son, uh, the different things we're doing with him, his condition, the things we learn. I write a monthly birthday post, or birthday, but a monthly post, checkup post. That always seemed to be a big hit with family and friends. So you can search that out. You feel free to check that one out too. That's at uh, the Green Effect. Uh, extra E there on green at the end. Effect with an A. Um, if you go to Fatherhood Reloaded, there's actually a link to it. Uh, I repost. A couple of things there on that blog too. Just, just because. I mean, that's where the site started, and it's. it's I have different identities. I'm I'm scatterbrained, so. But you can check all that out. Uh, there's contact forms. You can drop me a line anywhere. Um, if I settle on the name, this name for this podcast, uh, I'll set some stuff up to where you you can reach me there as well. So, uh, yeah, until next episode and I figure out the whole thing I'm doing here, uh, thank you for listening to this chaotic, uh, unorganized rambling of an episode two, and uh, got to figure out a call off, or call sign, not call sign, what would you call the, the... 
things people say when they sign off at the end of a podcast. I don't know. But uh, until next episode, um, thanks for listening. And uh, I don't know, I'm driving, so buckle up and stay safe out there. There we go.